0: A blessed Sunday to all of you, dear friends. You are tuned in to OLMC Sunday Best. This is a sharing of the Bible study group from the parish of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Wan Chai, Hong Kong. Join us now in reflecting on this Sunday's liturgy for our life's nourishment. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. May your people exalt forever, O God, in renewed youthfulness of spirit, so that rejoicing now in the restored glory of our adoption, we may look forward in confident hope to the rejoicing of the day of resurrection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one god forever and ever amen, amen. <coughs> we we'll reach the third sunday of easter and our readings for this sunday the first reading is from the acts of the apostles the continuation of what we had last week so chapter 5 verses 27 to 32 and 40b to 41 the psalm is another psalm of praise psalm 30 from verses 2 to 13. And then the second reading is again from the book of Revelation, chapter 5, 11 to 14. And the gospel for this Sunday is again the continuation of what we had last Sunday from the gospel of John. We have now the last chapter, that's chapter 21, verses 1 to 19. Now let us hear. Uh, MJ for the first reading.
1: A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the captain and the court officers brought the apostles in and in and made them stand over stand before the Sanhedrin, the high priest questioned them. We gave you strict orders; did we not to stop teaching in that name? Yet. You have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and want to bring this man's blood upon us. But Peter and the apostles said in reply, We must obey God rather than man. The God of our ancestors raised Jesus, though you had killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior to grant Israel repentance and forgiveness of sins. We are witnesses of these things, as is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. The Sanhedrin ordered the apostles to stop speaking in the name of Jesus and dismiss them. So they left the presence of the Sanhedrin, rejoicing that they had been found worthy to suffer dishonor for the sake of the name, the word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be 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 to God. I wonder if you still remember what was the, the event last week when we read still from the same chapter. Okay. I will not ask MJ and Everly were upset last week. But anyway, last week we were in the first chapter of, uh, I mean, in the first verses of the same chapter, chapter five. You remember? No when the apostles were already doing the same miracles that Jesus was doing? Okay? That even, it's it's even said there, uh, when they brought their sick people out, they were even just having the shadow, just the shadow of uh, Peter would be enough, no? Enough to cure them. You remember that? Yeah. Okay. So now, uh, because of the popularity of these apostles, they were put into prison. Okay? They were given strict orders to stop teaching in that name. What is that name? What is that name referring to? The name of Jesus. Okay? Because now... Uh, it is enough to mention the name of Jesus to have the same effect, no? meaning it's really the spirit of Jesus working now on them. And there is the, how do you call it, the, the, the conflict of power here. When we refer here to the Sanhedrin, who are who are the members of the Sanhedrin? What do you know? Maria Fed, do you know who are the members of the Sanhedrin?
2: For me, sister, it's like a, a congress. It's a group in the Philippines. It's like a congress that
0: they are members. Well, uh, maybe not so much a civic or a civil authority. The mm. civil authority will be Herod and his cohorts. no. But this the Sanhedrin refers to the religious authorities. Mm. And the religious authorities of Israel, they have their own captain, they have their own court officers. You know, you remember in the... The uh, na- passion narrative in Matthew. Uh, the high priest and the members of the Sanhedrin were talking to the to Pilate and and the other Roman officers to put a guard. And Pilate said, "No, you have your own. Put your own guards." Mm-hmm. Yeah? meaning to say, this Sanhedrin, the high priest and their and the other priests. In the time of Jesus, we're already feeling the threat, okay, of the name of Jesus. It says here, no, we give you strict orders, did we not to stop teaching in that name? Yet you fill Jerusalem with your teaching and want to bring this man's blood upon us. Okay. But do you see the difference now? Peter and the apostles who were always afraid and locked themselves in the inside the room. What, what was their answer? What was the answer of Peter and the apostles? We
2: must
0: obey God rather than men. Yes. We have to obey God rather than men. No. And then they were able already to own their, their history. The God of our ancestors raised Jesus. Though you had him killed, they already reach that condition, that conviction, no? that Jesus is not dead, but is risen, and it is the work of God. The their new definition of themselves, their new identity is: we are witnesses of these things. Okay, as is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey Him. Beautiful. So uh, a new power has, you know way you say, a new power has been internalized yeah. through the Holy Spirit. And so they are given also a new conviction and a new identity. Now, if you, when you have time later, you continue the reading of this after verses, verse 32, because you see, there's a break. It's twenty-seven thirty-two, and then 40. Forty, forty-one. 41. That means something happened in between, no? And that is the discernment with one of the teachers, one of the Pharisees, who is called Gamaliel. Gamaliel, who was also uh, introduced in the Acts of the Apostles as the teacher of Paul, the apostle. Mm-hmm. No? Paul was a learned Pharisee at the foot of Gamaliel. They had to discern what to do. Do they have really to uh, bring down this, uh, you know, cut the, this movement, the Jesus movement, completely or what? And you know the response of Gamaliel, no, let it be. If, if, if it is not God's work, it will die on its own. But if it is God's work, you might end up you know, being against uh, or working against God. So I guess that is a very good um, method for discernment. No, when you are in doubt, let it be, yeah. and let it prove itself in only, time. Only the faith yeah. Them
1: move down in
0: person, no? Only God will be able to show the truth, no, of a thing. No. Otherwise, yes. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so in the end, what the the Sanhedrin had been. Uh, do in the end, they yeah, order the, the apostles, just stop speaking in the name of Jesus and dismiss them. But then look at the response or the reaction of the apostles. What, what did they hear? So they left the presence.
1: So, so they left the so presence rejoicing so the that they have been found worthy to suffer this honor. Okay. Okay.
2: For the sake yeah. of the name.
0: That is part of the change. I mean to say you were be flagged and you will suffer, but then you still feel joy. They found themselves, no, they left the presence of the Sanhedrin, but still rejoicing because they had been found worthy to suffer. Imagine that. Okay. Now I would like to go to the second reading, but I think Sister Leonila is not here who volunteered for that reading. Now can I ask uh Evelyn, second reading. Okay. Okay. Second reading is
2: a reading from the book of Revelation. I, John, looked and heard the voices of many angels who surrounded the throne and living creatures and the elders. They were countless in number, and they cried out in a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches wisdom and strength, honor and glory and blessing. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea, everything in the universe, cry out to the one who sits on the throne and to the Lamb that be blessing and honor, glory and might forever and ever. The four living creatures answered, Amen, and the elders
0: fell down and worshipped. The word of the lord thanks, thanks be to good God. Good to God. again we are in chapter five and uh, if you will have time to read what is the beginning of this chapter uh the beginning of the chapter speaks of a sealed scroll no which was received in the court of heaven but then when uh the angels ask who is worthy to open the scroll, no, the seal, because it's sealed seven times, and no one was uh, found worthy. And so you have John, John, who is the narrator here, uh, started to cry. Uh, if you have time, go back to chapter, the beginning of chapter five. But then the story continues. And so... The continuation is what we have in today's episode. John, I, John, looked and heard the voices of angels who surrounded the throne and the living creatures and the elders, because there's a big assembly. no? They were countless in number, and they cried out in loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb. So now there is the Lamb who appeared no, in sight. And who is that Lamb re- referring to? Jesus. Jesus Christ. Uh, yes, the slain lamb who was Jesus Christ. No. Worthy is the lamb. This is one of the inspirations for that song. I don't know. We, we we sing this this also in the church. Thou art worthy. Thou art worthy. This is the inspiration of that song, no? And you see what is given to the, I mean, the praise given to this lamb what is given to him worthy is the lamb that will to receive power riches wisdom strength honor glory blessing that is seven and then it's repeated towards the end of the reading <clears throat> what is added glory and might and might okay so you have everything there Eight attributes. It's like a, a roundabout way of saying power and might. Usually we put them together, no? Welcome, Sister Yonila. <laughs> we just finished the second reading. So I, I was explaining, you know, this is, uh, in a way, you know, the book of Revelations is also a struggle of powers, mm-hmm. okay? the What what's most scholars are saying, this was... Uh, a uh, symbolic recapitulation of what the time of uh, john was uh, suffering the, the roman empire okay so the power given to the lamb to jesus no uh, is a power that is difficult to understand because you have the lamb that was slain so the lamb that was slaughtered the one the one who was crucified and yet he receives what? He receives everything. Power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, blessing, and might. So more than that, with the praise that we give, you no know, the only answer is amen. You see that? The four living creatures answered amen, and the elders fell down and worshipped. It's a... It's actually a text of praise, um, <clears throat> a text of resurrection, but a text also of extreme exaltation. If you are looking for a text of praise and glory, this is one place, no, where you can go back to in the Book of Revelation. Okay, so since we are we are in the time of what Easter. Talking of, uh, you, you always see this. No, one of the figures of the of Easter is always Jesus prefigured as a lamb, carrying the victory, the victorious standard, no, the flag, no? So, but this lamb, just the same, is also slaughtered. So sometimes you see the prefiguration also with a uh, uh, lambs or with a sword. Okay, and it is a very, how do you say, ironic figure maybe, because it is saying somehow that the only victory that is real and that is true is that which passes through the cross. Okay, yeah, no cross, no glory. No
2: easy
0: job. It's because that's that's life, no? That's the reality of life, Life, yeah. Humanity to be human is to be hurt, okay. In last week, that's what we were saying, also in the appearance of the recent Lord, He did not erase the wounds. Part of the gift of Easter, no, is really the wounds of Christ, okay. Um, so that, that completes. Now, let us see, in the gospel, we have another resurrection scene. And here, this is quite dramatic. So let us just enter into this narrative. Are you ready, Patrick, to read it for us, this beautiful reading?
3: Yes, I am. Okay. So please... (laughs)
4: A from the Holy Gospel according to John. At that time, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples of the Sea of Tiberias. He revealed himself in this way, together with Simon Peter and Thomas, Paul, Didymus, Nathaniel, and Cana in Galilee, 70 sons, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, we also will come with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they come back. When it was already dawn, Jesus was standing on the shore. The disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, "Children, have you caught anything to eat?" They answered him, "No." So he said to them, "Cast the net over the right side of the boat, and you'll find something." So they cast it. And were not able to pull it in because of the number of fish. So the disciples whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is a Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was a Lord, he tucked in his garment, for he was slightly fat, he was slightly fat, and jumped into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, for they were not far from shore, only about 100 yards, dragging the net with the fish. When they climbed out on shore, they saw a charcoal fire with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter went over and dragged a net ashore full of 153 large fish. Even though there were so many, the net was not full. Jesus said to them, come, have breakfast. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? Because they realized it was a load. Jesus came over and took the bread and gave it to them and like manner the fish. This was now the third time Jesus was revealed to his disciples after being raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Simon Peter answered him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to them, feed my lambs." He then said to Simon Peter a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Simon Peter answered him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. Jesus said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed as Jesus had asked him. Said to him a third time, Do you love me? He said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Amen, amen. I say to you, when you were younger, you used to dress yourself and go where you wanted. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not. He said this signifying what kind of death he would glorify God. And when he said this, he said to him, follow the gospel of the Lord.
0: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Jesus Christ. Do you remember the ending of the gospel last week? The ending of the gospel last week was so, uh, let me read it to you, huh? It looks definitive, meaning to say it's already the end. That was chapter 20, verse 30. It says, so now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of these disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and as through believing, you may have life in his name. Period. And it seems it's already the end, right? Mm -hmm because you already made a summary also of the purpose, why you wrote the material, the book. But then you have an epilogue here. In fact, many many were were trying to contest that this part, this chapter 21 is not really part of the original, the original gospel of John. And yet there was no manuscript found without this chapter. Meaning to say, no, all throughout the time, the tradition, this chapter has always been part of the Gospel of John. It is necessary. Why is it necessary? Now we will see. Okay. So Jesus has already appeared first time no, with Mary Magdalene and then the apostles. And then second time, again, with Thomas, you remember, the second Sunday?
2: Yeah.
0: No? Thomas was Thomas. not there in the first appearance, so Jesus appeared in the second appearance. Tom, uh, Thomas was there and was able to experience no, the crucified and risen Lord there, right in front of him with the wounds. And now you have this appearance again with the seven apostles. If you count the number here, no, to get, they were in the Sea of Gal- of Tiberias. Together were Simon, then Thomas, Nathanael, the two sons of Zebedee, and then two other disciples not named, okay? And then it seemed that they forgot already, you No, know, that they have experienced the recent Lord, so they just want to go back to their old job. Yeah. What is their old job? Fishing. Yeah. As if Jesus is a... Jesus already gone up to heaven, so nothing more. Nothing more to be expected. They move on. They move on. They move on by going back to their old job. Okay? But then, what was the surprise?
3: Jesus appeared.
0: On the shore, on the shore. no? Jesus appeared. And it was not that Jesus was hurt that they were going back to their old job jobs, no? In fact, Jesus even helped them, right? He even asked, so did you cut anything? Did you catch anything? And they answered no. So what was his suggestion? Cast your nails to the other side, okay? And you will find something. He even helped them to catch, okay? And from that, that was considered a sign or a miracle by, by one of the Apostles, which is named here, the disciple whom Jesus loved. It is always He who is the first to recognize. So He says, "It is the Lord." No, so uh, in 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 Latin, that is "Dominus est." It is the Lord. That is the motto of our cardinal tagle. Okay. Because that is really the the how do you say the challenge for us now in the post resurrection time, how do you recognize it is the Lord? Anything that happens to you, no. But anyway, let's start, Let's stick to the uh, the story. There, somebody said it is a little comical here that Simon Peter, when he heard that it was the Lord, uh, put on his garment. Tucked in his garment, for he was lightly clad, and jump into the sea. What is comical there? Because usually, when you go swimming, you remove. Yeah, the <laughs> you remove the clothes, but this yeah, he, he put.
1: Put
0: on, his <laughs> put on his clothes and then jump into the <laughs> sea. You no, know? so uh, no, just just one suggestion. They said the nakedness that he felt before the Lord. Meaning okay. to say, because this is important to the last part of the story, maybe Peter was afraid. Okay. You remember what Peter did okay. during okay. the Passion?
3: Denied
1: the so he denied Jesus he denied, he denied
0: three, three,
1: three times.
0: That is why <laughs> the question here in the second part of the story is also, three times yes. okay the three it's it, some some call this the rehabilitation or the reinstatement of peter as the head of the apostles or the disciples now within this story i do not know if you have heard this commentary the greek word that jesus used in asking peter is uh peter Agapas me, agapas is really the highest form of love. Agapas agape. me, no, the agape where we get the word agape, unconditional love. Oh, yeah. And the response of Peter is, yes, Lord. Philote, Philo is from is the Greek word for where we get the philosophy, philokalia. Philoteca, the love for something or the love for knowledge, the love for somebody, the love of friendship. Okay? So Jesus was asking Peter for that highest form of love, agapas me. And he said, Philote, uh, I love you as a friend. But still, Jesus said, feed my lambs. Still gave him that same ministry, feed my lambs, and then he asked the second time, still using the same word, "Agapas me." Mm-hmm. Do you love me? You no, know, with that highest form of love, and then again, Peter responded with yeah. "Philote." Yeah. <laughs> getting to say, he still has to reach. No, he's not yet there. Mm-hmm. Okay, So the third time, this is really in the Greek text. In the Greek text, Jesus went down to the level of Peter. And he asked, Phileis me, do you love me? That kind of love that Peter is capable of. And Peter already said here, you know everything. (laughs) You know that I love you. (laughs) <laughs> no? So it, it is what, what the Lord is asking is, at that moment for Peter was still too much. No? And in fact, towards the end of this narrative, uh, Jesus would already foresee that he would have to learn how to love unconditionally fully, because he says here, no, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to dress yourself and go where you wanted, meaning you're independent, you want, you do what you want. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. And what is the significance of this? This is signifying the kind of death by which you would glorify God. You know how Peter died, no? Do you know? Upside down, he was crucified like oh, Jesus. He was crucified like Jesus, Jesus. Like Jesus yeah, he was, he was, but cruci- yeah, but crucified upside down. Yeah. Yeah. He said, I am not worthy to be crucified as my Lord. So, crucified upside down, yeah. meaning to say, despite all the struggles, Peter also arrived there. In loving his yes, master totally, no, to the point of martyrdom. There is, if you have time, also there is one movie. <laughs> this is an old movie called Where are you going? Because there was the tradition uh, that Peter, when he ex- started experiencing the persecution in Rome, at the time of Nero. He again had this fear to die. And he started walking away from Rome, from the city where the you know the persecution was going on. And along the way, who did he he meet? Jesus. He met Jesus. (laughs) So Peter, where are you going? Covadis. Covadis, Pietro. So in the end, he realized. No, he could not do it again, (laughs) run away from from his love of the Master. And so he returned and suffered the same martyrdom, like St. Paul. (laughs) this is There there is, if you have the chance to go to to Rome for the pilgrimage, there's really a a road. It's called Covadis. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Sister Leonila maybe has been there. When you are going to the catacombs, that is one of the roads where you pass by, you know. So anyway, this is the story of Peter, and this is also the story of the love of Jesus, okay? Towards the end of this, because this is not yet the the very last part, there is still what you call the discussion between uh, Peter and the beloved disciple, okay? The beloved disciple uh peter asked jesus what about this one <laughs> We need to say there's still the comparison what about this one will he uh, there was a, there, there was some belief in the tradition the community of uh, john that the beloved disciple would not die until the second coming of jesus but jesus answered what was the answer of jesus in the end <clears throat> Because this is interesting, no? So Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about him? Jesus said to him, if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? Follow me. Meaning to say, stop comparing yourself. (laughs) Okay? Stop comparing. What is important is you follow me. Okay. So this is this is a, a story of love, of discipleship, of praise, no, and also of I guess it's also of victory over our weakness. Okay, that our Lord will not really give up. He will meet us where we are, no, but he will also continue to challenge us to give the best of ourselves.
2: And forgiveness also.
0: Yes. How so
2: many, yeah. so many times we
0: turn back away
2: from him, he will still be call, us back, call us back. Um to be, you know, like fishers of men.
1: <laughs> you yes. think Jesus um, among all the disciples
0: yeah. Peter was so loved by Jesus among all of them. I guess that's for everybody. <laughs> that yeah. is why. You know, in this Gospel of John, there's always the beloved disciple. You notice that, no? The beloved disciple. But then uh, the love of Jesus, I guess, is unique for everybody. Yeah. No? The way he loves Matthew. Will be unique for Matthew the way he loves Peter, will be unique for That's Peter. Why you cannot compare yourself That's to anybody else. Yes.
2: Each yes. one of us has. No? The no, Lord, God love um, loves us the way we are, yes. and yes. we cannot compare He's
0: how saying. much how much you love her or you love, you love yes. others. Yes. Evelyn is a mother, so you know that. No. How? <laughs> l- <laughs> yeah.
2: I have six children, but you know. I cannot say that I love my only daughter than my five boys. Yes. They are all the same. Because I always say they are each one of them mm. has their own weaknesses, has their own
1: uniqueness,
2: uniqueness and wisdom. Mm-hmm. They they are different that you cannot choose which one is the
0: best. They are also the same with Peter the same with Jesus
1: we all, we all came from him yes like us like mothers we all came from one womb yes. so yeah. your experience also of love yes Yeah. so we can if that like our children ask us if they, you love my brother more than me and then a mom's always answer no i love you both because you all came from one womb yes. Yeah. Yes. same like Jesus we all came from one branch, from one tree. So we are all we are the the branches. We're all love the same. Yeah. So we are yes. we are all love
0: the same. It's it's a it's a good reflection because sometimes we end up really comparing ourselves uh, with others, and then also our we say our good luck and bad luck, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And we don't realize. No, God has a way of bringing out the best in us. No? without—I uh, mean, his, his way of bringing out the best in us is not conditioned by what, what the others are doing. Okay, so even in the end of this gospel said, "It is my will that He remain until I come." What is that to you? What is that to you? Just follow me, okay? <laughs> That is a good lesson for us, right, Maria Fe? Uh, yes, yes, sister. Actually, sister. Oh, you mute, unmute, my dear. Unmute. You have we cannot hear you. You have to unmute. There. Okay,
2: so yeah. So sister, in this in the in this gospel, sister, I can say that uh, how Jesus uh related to, to talking to P, to Simon Peter is she, She's really We can say more close to Peter. So I just wonder, sister, in the gospel, why why is it only Matthew and John is always the story written there?
0: What what do you mean? That that Peter does not have a gospel?
2: Yes, sister. This is one of my... I I just wonder. I keep thinking about it.
0: Well, the tradition says that uh, Peter has a secretary and his secretary was Mark. So... The Gospel of Mark is really is really uh, coming from the witness of Peter. I think I think you can also I mean put it this way. Peter was a, a fisherman. he was not literate no In fact in the Acts of the Apostles that's what they're saying how could this illiterate people now be able to preach like this? you know what I mean? Uh, 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 I get okay, sister. so <laughs> that's the answer to your question. Uh, okay,
2: look okay at, Sister, uh,
0: look I at the Gospel me. of Mark, and the Gospel of Mark has many allusions to Peter,
1: Peter.
0: because he got his material from Peter.
1: Ah, uh, Okay, <laughs> okay, Sister, at least
2: I,
0: I, I learned these things so. now. Thank you. Good. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sister Leonila, you would like to say something? We miss you in the first part.
3: to apologize <laughs> <laughs> not really but maybe okay. you have your reflection on this gospel through the lesson that is I mean the gas the gospel is teaching me really the lesson of uh of eradicating from my heart jealousy <laughs> and at the others they are they are not I mean, because as yeah this is the lesson really that Jesus is teaching me you know, this this Sunday, mm-hmm. because that is a very difficult um, struggle, on my part. No? Mm-hmm. I really struggled with this one. Mm-hmm. That I have the tendency to look at the others mm-hmm. and to be to be angry. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you are like that, not that. Mm-hmm. I, I am, and also to look to to hear the others as if they are always the best. No? Mm-hmm. They are always the the they the, the do more than I do it's like that you know which yeah yeah it is <laughs> and so it's just this one the grace that I would really like to ask from the lord is this the, the, the to eradicate from my heart from my mind mm-hmm. this this uh tendency
0: yeah
3: very good jealousy.
0: Thank you for sharing that, because, you know, it's not that because we are all followers of Christ, we're already free from jealousy. <laughs> it's very nice that the ending of the Gospel of John is like that. No, Peter is still asking, what about John? What about this beloved disciple? He said, do not mind him. Just follow me. That's the response of Jesus. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you. Patrick, you want to say something? Patrick will be our leader next week. (laughs) I'm challenging Patrick also to lead the Bible study. So next week, the gospel is about the good shepherd. Okay? So he he prefers to be silent this time. So thank you. Now we will uh, pray the... the responsorial song together No, if you can join us I mean those in Zoom can join us silently so we will not have uh, different voices but we will pray here together who are in the room okay and this will be our final prayer for ending I will, I will praise, praise you, Lord, you Lord for you, you have rescued me, me. I will extol you, O Lord, for you drew me clear and did not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, you brought me up from the netherworld. You preserved me from among those going down into the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you his faithful ones, and give thanks to his holy name.
3: For his anger lasts but a moment
0: a lifetime his goodwill. And At my nightfall, fall, weeping, weeping enters in, but with the dawn rejoicing. Hear, O Lord, and have pity on me. O Lord, be, be my helper. helper. You, you changed my mourning into dancing. O Lord, my God, forever, forever will I, I give you thanks. Will I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. In the name of the Father, the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to OLMC Sunday Best. Please join us again next week for another episode. Have a blessed Sunday, everyone.